Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. I am convinced that there is nothing in all of creation, neither angels nor demons, life nor death nor height, anything in creation that can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Father, thank You for Your presence here this morning. We just invite You right now. We, we receive the invitation from heaven, but we invite You into our lives. Take the highest place. Take the preeminent seat. Take the place of authority in our life. We yield to You right now. We yield to Your Spirit. We want to be Spirit-led people. We want to be the head, not the tail. We want to be the tip of the spear. Father, thank You for what You are doing right now. And we say, may Your Kingdom come. May Your will be done here in this moment, here on earth, here in the earth of our lives, just as it is already proclaimed. Let's agree on that. Amen. 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 Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Scripture is full of invitations. It's all invitations. The commandments, we look at it and we go, oh, I'm not allowed to do that and I'm not allowed to do that. No, it's an invitation to a higher way of living, a higher way of thinking. It's it's just a, a beautiful thing. Can we just thank our team for doing a great job this morning in leading us in worship? And while we're on the topic of God, (laughs) who's got a sore shoulder at the moment? Yeah, Johnny, I know you have, yeah. Chris, Elizabeth, who else has got a sore shoulder at the moment? Because Lily here, see, I can sense where she is at all times. Lily here has had an anointing for it. Here, share what you. Okay, okay. I was on a, <laughs> was on a kids camp um, last week, and there was a guy on the kids camp who had um, an injured shoulder, and he was back. He plays hockey professionally, and he was back in Australia because he needed a surgery. Um, yes, and then so we were chatting, and I shared about a time God healed someone else um, with kind of a similar a neck thing, and I was like, "So, do you want me to uh, pray for you?" and and he was like, yes, I'd love that. And then, yeah, we prayed and he couldn't lift it past this point without pain. Um, yeah. And when we prayed for him, he was, yeah, he, yeah, he, he, woo, yeah, he said the pain was all gone. Yeah. So she has an anointing to believe for a shoulder because she sees it happen. When you see it happen, you go, oh, I can do this again. Who else needs me to pray for them? So if you've got a shoulder... I know we've already prayed for some of you in the first meeting, but if you want a prayer again, and we, we're just going to open it up now. If you need prayer, especially in your shoulder, because you prayed for mine this morning, you just anointed me with oil, and mine's not sore. How's yours? What is with all our shoulders? Because we carry so much. Come forward now. If you need prayer, come forward now. Where's the oil gone? Callum, can you throw the oil at me? There we go, Lily. Yes, and so we're going to anoint these guys. Elizabeth, where'd you go? Oh, we've got Teresa here. Hello. She's coming. Cool. Come up the front here. We're just, you don't have to stand on the stage. Elizabeth is so shy for an outgoing person. <laughs> go for it. Thank you, Father. Guys, just reach out your hands right now. Just agree for healing. Father, we just thank you right now. You are healer. You are healer. You don't just do healings. You are healer. It's 
It's in your nature. It's in your character. It's in your name. You are a healer. So right now we just speak restoration into shoulders, into ligaments, into tendons, into muscles, into the joint, into, the, into every part of it. Thank you, Father. Oh, for cartilage being restored, for joints being restored, for the, for the ligaments being strengthened and tightened, for muscles loosening and tightening where they need to, for tendons being in place. Father, we just thank you for a complete healing in each one of these shoulders. We agree on it in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Did you want to, sh- you've got something else to share? Okay, yeah, I just want to say, like, healing is 100% scriptural. It's God's will for us. Um, There's just so many scriptures that talk about it. Um, Romans 8, it's so, seriously, if you're discouraged, get into Romans 8 and just take it and make it yours. Um, Yeah, now my brain's blank. So, oh, and also, um, as believers, we can, like, I know it's good because I, like, I've seen it happen, but we can all believe for healing and for others as well because the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in every one of us. Yeah, and the Holy Spirit really does have the power to heal. And, yeah, that's all. Nice. Thank you, Lily. It's actually because she knows what we're talking about because she was in the first service. And she came up afterwards, Lily came up and went, I can testify to what you are saying is true because God, God has healed me in this area. So I'm going to be speaking about worrying. You know, don't worry. In Matthew 6, Jesus just says it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry about these things. Um, and it's so that we can have heaven open to us. Because we, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. They are the two aspects that we need to focus on. Heaven and earth. Everything that we understand comes from in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Then he took the earth and he formed it into man and breathed the life of heaven into that form. This is the juncture between earth and heaven. He took earth and breathed life from heaven into it. Our life comes from heaven. Our existence, our material comes from earth, but life comes from the heavenly. So I, I just love that. And that, But we are that juncture. Mankind, humans, are that, that point, that conduit between heaven and earth. We were made in the image of God to represent the goodness of God, to bring the governance and the responsibility and the wisdom of heaven to this planet. In our families, in our marriages, in our workplaces, in in governance of the soil, in governance of our lives, in governance of our attitudes and atmospheres, in every aspect. Woo! Did I breathe then? I think I just said that without breathing once. Are you feeling faint? But who said that? <laughs> heaven. Being heaven focused. This is what we're, because there's enough going, we know about the earth, don't we? There's so much going on in the earth at the moment. There's so many troubles and trials and struggles and you were talking about in the first one, like the news is just um, fanatical sensationalism. <laughs> That's a good phase. I like that. Because fanatics, you, you can't change the topic and they won't change their mind. That's the definition of a fanatic. You can't change the topic and they won't change their mind. You ever had a conversation with someone and you finally get off the topic and you start a new topic and they just straight back into it and you're like, uh, you're really stuck here, aren't you? You're in a rut. I'm a bit like that. <laughs> I can identify it because I'm a bit like that. But um, the, 
the world is fanatical about sensationalism. Oh, it's, it's, it's only bad. It's going to get worse. How many times have you heard that over the last two years? Oh, it's, it's really bad and it's only going to get worse, people. Is that, how, is that what Jesus said? No. No. Jesus said, no eye has seen, no ears. He didn't actually say this, but Paul did. Sorry. Jesus is the word, so that's Jesus is the word, and Jesus said through one of the guys, (laughs) through Paul, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind can conceive what God has in store for those that love him. And it's like, no, there's nothing in all of creation that can separate. I love it because it talks about the, the height, the depth, the width, and the length. That's four dimensions. We only live in a three-dimension world, but God takes care of all dimensions of our existence in every plane. Oh, don't worry. Be happy. You're looking really comfortable. I am. (laughs) Because you're sitting in my chair. I had the grey chair, the first one. Oh, is that what it is? I feel out of place. No, I'm joking. That suits you more, and I think this one... Oh, that's why, because I saw the colours. Excellent. Got to make sure we look good. You do look good. You look great. Thank you. So, uh, Scripture and and God at the moment is, is... it's just pouring out invitation to us Ooh, uh, yes. to enter into more of, of what he wants to say to us. More like the next step, the next thing. What is what is it else that that you are like, oh, I couldn't do that. I can't do that. God is inviting you into something else at the moment. Is anyone else identifying that? Like I'm finding more scripture is becoming available. More When I read it, I'm like, wow, that I didn't get that before. There's something that's just popping at the moment. Um, at the moment, and it's probably always, I tend to think I'm just a little bit slow, but uh, I'm, I'm getting that God is inviting us into something new and something something fresh. And uh, you've said this before, that God has moved and we're just catching up with him. And I feel like we're, he's given us some catch-up time. And that's what we're going to talk about this morning, is his invitation in our lives, whether it's not worrying or whatever other topic comes on our minds uh, here this morning. I, I just want you to be open to it. Just just listen and and be aware of the invitation in what scripture we bring out this morning. You good for that? Nice. Nice. And I love just, I, I find it so comfortable just chatting. It's like we're having a discussion here and you guys are a part of it, but you don't get to talk. So <laughs> That's the same as our conversation. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Which no, it's not. pretty much. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have done that. I feel bad. I feel bad. <laughs> For those that are we visiting, you, um, I'm sorry. That he doesn't usually get on top of me like that, but he did this time. <laughs> that really went deeper than I meant it to. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's like you, you just got it in there, didn't you? <laughs> I twisted it. Yeah. No. Um, the other night, I was outside here and um, Ben Mollison, who else was with us, Ben? There were, th- there were three of us, we were chatting and we just started talking. I can't hear you. Oh, Rick, was it Rickard? I don't think it was. Let's pretend it was Rickard. Um, but we were discussing, we just started, we were talking about stuff and then um, for some reason we got onto how much stuff we go through. And, I, and the conversation quickly went to what is valuable in life and what is really true worth. And, and our discussion was just about the things of God and and our experience, and we were just all sharing different perspectives. And I was just, I was loving the moment. It was freezing cold. We were hovered around a little heater, and we're outside. And, I'm, and I just said to him, guys, where, where do you get this type of communication? Where do you get this? We're sharing wisdom and, and 
like really deep soul expressions of our encounters with God, we're sharing it with each other and we're building one another up. This is what discussion does. That's why we love life groups. For an opportunity, not for you to go to a meeting, but for you to go to an encounter in a conversation that is going to encourage you and lift you up and honestly give you the answers that you need for, for that moment. I am astounded. Just talking with these guys, I, was, I came away ab- absolutely infilled and encouraged. And I was like, wow, that's, that's amazing. That's the, that's the testimony of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And that's what that spirit of prophecy is. We get to prophesy goodness into each other's life. Because at the moment, we have the perspective that we can focus on everything about the earth or we can focus on everything about heaven. We're meant to focus on everything about heaven because it gives us the answers even for earth. Earth gives up us a, a, a small glimpse of what heaven is, but heaven gives us a full perspective of the potential of everything that is in earth. And when you do that, you go, Lord, you have been so gracious. You've been so benevolent. You've been abundantly providing for us. So today, we want just want to... Talk about God's invitation, and especially in this season of worry and anxiety, um, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't put your energy into worrying. Put your energy into praying. Activate your faith. Don't activate your fear and feed your fear. Activate your faith. Feed your faith. And as you prophesy, as you speak, and if you don't have an answer for something, Father, I need an answer for this. I don't know what the answer is, but only you can provide the good answer here. Only you can provide the, the perfect way out here, and he will do it. It might be, not be the way that we all want it, but he will have his way, and it starts us on that journey of faith, and faith to faith. That's why it says this, this message that we've got comes from faith and leads to faith. Starts off with faith, and it just grows in faith. Oh. Hey, it's so good seeing all your faces here. I'm looking around making eye contact with people. What beautiful people you are. You can say that back. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Did someone just turn my mic off? Please <laughs> go. Okay, so Matthew 6. Uh, oh, you can do that. Matthew 6. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, but you started a bit earlier. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so the eyes of the, can we do with the eyes of the lamp of the body? Okay, so from 22, um, the eyes of the lamp of the body. If your eyes are, are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. And it says in some um, translations, it says that if your eyes are healthy, if your if your eyes are single, single. like single focused, single, with just not not diverted or, or uh, multiple visions. It's just it's just because you don't want to be seeing multiples, do you? That's that's a sign of something is wrong. Uh, but if we're single. And with single focus, uh, a single state, a single perspective, then that's healthy. Um, but if your eyes are unhealthy, uh, then the whole world, your whole body, sorry, <laughs> it's probably the whole world as well, is full of darkness. And then that light within you is darkness. Isn't that interesting that the light within you is darkness? Um, how great is that darkness? Um, we, we can be consumed and we find ourselves being eaten up inside and and crushed and because there can be a crushing element to darkness can't there there can be an oppressive element to darkness good that there's not an oppressive element to light i like that there is just freshness and openness to light um but all you need to do is is open the door like some of the scriptures say that if you open the lampshades and let the light in uh because without the light there is darkness but but let the light in um 
also says you can't serve two masters. Either you'll hate one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You can't, I know you're going to talk about this and say, you can't serve both God and money, but it, I love that God is saying to us, you, you're going you're gonna to serve someone. Yes. You, you're going to end up bowing your knee or bowing your will to something. Uh, don't we? Because if it's not God, then it's generally our selfish desires. It's it's whatever is pretty and fanciful and flashy and, and new. It, um, but that's going to end up ruling us badly. Uh, whereas if we yield to God, that he will, he will, he, he will, what did I say? He'll rule us well. <laughs> that's the word. He will rule us well, won't he? Uh, he'll rule us fairly and, and, and benevolently and, and healthily. Um, so there is an invitation in, in Matthew 6. Uh, I've just seen in, in Scripture that every, every time I see a verse, it's an invitation. Uh, would you like something more than that? Would you like more? Would you, would you like to hear more about this? Click on this if you want to know more. Uh, you know, accept this. And that's what Scripture is giving us here. It, it's like McDonald's supersizing, but even better. Yeah, it is. Do you want to supersize it's that? Healthy hey, supersize. is that an option? It is. It True. is with God. Very it true. is to supersize it. We, we always think, ah, oh, but God couldn't do that. Ah, oh, I don't know if he would do that for you or for me. But he says, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, right. nor has it entered into the heart of man That's what right. God has in store. Why do we limit God? In, in this whole scripture, Matthew um, 6, it's talking about treasures on earth and yeah. treasures in heaven. Mm-hmm. Heaven and earth, the two realms that we need to be focused on. The... The worldly perspective is only focused on earth, everything about earth, the pleasures, the, the responsibilities just of earth. But we're not called to be just of earth because we don't get our illumination from earth. We get it from heaven. Yes. We get wisdom from heaven. We get revelation from heaven. We, and when we get knowledge, which is that union, that marriage between heaven and earth, um, that's where things take place that are just quite powerful. And that is what we are called to do with the proclamation of our mouth, not just go things are bad and they're going to get worse, but saying God has good in store. Yes. God has good in store. Yes. So he says, don't store up for yourself treasures on earth, but rather treasures in heaven. And he says, because, you know, they don't get stolen in heaven, but they do get stolen here on earth. Yes. So what are treasures? Because most of us would look at that immediately and say, well, don't store up treasures on earth. That means I can't have anything that's why we can't have nice stuff. That's why when we have to have op shop clothes and um, my daughters buy so much op shop clothes for me and I really appreciate it. Well no, I have got, <laughs> they thought I was going in a different direction. I love keeping people on the edge of their seat. So Jesus says, don't store up these things. There's treasures in heaven. What are treasures? Because at the end of this, Jesus says, because where your treasure is, he defines it, there your heart is also. So treasures are value, what you value in life. But where your heart is, is actually talking about the thoughts and your feelings, your whole mind. Because where your treasure is, there your thoughts, there your feelings, there your whole mind. It's your attitudes and affections towards that thing. So when your affections, what are you seeking? Because Jesus later on says, seek first what's in heaven. Seek first 
the kingdom of God and his righteousness, not the moral standing of what this world has, because his invitation is so much higher and it's to us such a greater thing. But we limit it all on the earth. Oh, what are we going to eat? What are we going to wear? What are we going to, how much money? Are we going to have enough money? Because right at this moment in time, like New South Wales has just been put into lockdown and they, they had another 50 something cases and and uh, everyone's going, but our business is going to go broke. And this is terrible. There are businesses failing. There are, there are families that are going without. But people are focusing too much on that. I, I don't want to sound dismissive at all, but this has happened before. Yeah. People have lost businesses before. People Things have gone belly up before. But those that make it through are those that say, well, let's just start again. Like if your business failed, let's just pretend I'm starting a business tomorrow. Today, this one finished. Tomorrow, I'll just go back to that same business and start over again. You might say, it's not as simple as that. It is in the mind. It is in the mind, in your perspective, in your faith of going, no, no, God's still got something. I'm going to turn up and I'm going to expect something good from God. But Jesus said, don't focus just on earthly stuff. Focus on heavenly stuff. Be singular because otherwise you'll be running around everywhere trying to get enough money, trying to get enough food, trying to get enough drink. Sounds like I'm doing a party, an engagement party or something. You know, make sure everything's there, ready. Like an 18th birthday this afternoon. An 18th birthday takes a lot of, let's get off that subject. So he's running around, but Jesus says, don't be fragmented, chasing after all these things. Be singular of mind, know where real value is, know where real worth is, because otherwise you'll be chasing after things that will never, ever satisfy you. And because it blows us away when we see wealthy people that end up killing themselves, and you say, but they've got everything. Why? No, it's not everything. There's something missing in there. Wealth is not everything. Ah, but it's all, yeah. The Yeah, the Chaldean, Chaldean, Chaldean. He was from, yeah. So it goes on to say where your value, what you value, your thoughts and your feelings and your mind are going to be focused on it and your affections are going to be towards it. And then he says you cannot serve both God and money. Money here is the word mammonos, which is the, the Chaldean god of wealth. And it actually, it's used in the sense of you can't serve God and then have an overriding confidence in finance alone. And that's where the I because it's talking about when you fast, when you give. It's talking about generosity. It's talking about wealth here. And so this was actually an Aramaic thing that everyone around there understood. When he said your eye is clear, he was talking about you have a good focus on what is valuable and what wealth is truly, what truly is wealth in your life. It's not just money. So then he talks about all these things, but he says you don't have to worry about these things because that's, that's of the earth. God from heaven will provide. God from heaven will provide. He has in the past. Birds have survived. Plants, life has survived. And you are way more valuable to God than that. You are the representation of God on this planet. So he says, you, he will supply for you. You don't have to worry about it. Don't serve in the, with this overwhelming confidence in just getting finance. Because if I get enough money, then I'll be able to be okay. If I'm just you know, financially secure, then it'll be okay. No, no, Jesus is saying, even in that, you will, it'll just, you'll miss it. You'll miss it. So don't miss it. Seek first the kingdom of God. We hear this all the time. I'm just praying 
that you're getting a revelation of this today. Don't worry. Don't worry. Seek first the kingdom of God. Jesus said in Matthew 6, and I don't want to take up too much. Don't worry about things. Don't, don't worry about what you're going to eat and drink and, and what you're going to wear because the, the body is more than just what you eat and drink and, and the body's more than what just you wear. You know, isn't life more than these things? But it's talking about an essence here. It's not just food. It's not just, it's talking about clothing actually speaks of making an investment in your, um, in your presentation. The word clothing means making an investment in your presentation to make sure that you're putting out uh, a presentation or an image that everyone goes, that's a good image. I like that. You're a good person, but it's all an image. So he says, don't seek after these things. Actually get a real connection with who life is, which is Jesus, and who, who the life giver is. And he says, don't worry. Do you know how much worry affects um, the planet at the moment? How much, we've got some doctors and surgeons in here. They understand the pressures that stress can produce on the human form. Um, There are so many physiological (laughs) problems that come out of stress. We all experience stress, each one of us. Has anyone got a stress-free life? Okay, then we're all on the same page here. Some of us have stressless chairs. Who's got one of those? I want one. If you ever want to buy me a present, they're worth like, I don't know, three or four grand. (laughs) Stressless chairs. Have you seen them? Marketing works. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But stress does this to it. And it's not just stress. This is the thing. It's our response to stress. Because scripture talks about, like that one that I used before, you know, that um, out of Romans 8, right before that, it says we are slaughtered. We are led to death daily. We're beaten. We're all these things happen. So all of us face stress in life, but how do we respond to that stress? This is how responding poorly affects our bodies. Um, It increases the risk of conditions such as anxiety and that spinning out of control, cardiovascular disease, depression, high blood pressure. Do you know how many, and I started reading this story from a guy who went on the whole process of medication with his blood pressure and was getting sicker and sicker and wasn't dealing with his blood pressure. So he said to his doctor, is there anything else I can do? And they said, no, these medications are the only thing we can do. So he went away and he actually found a doctor who holistically and he taught him not to worry. He said, I didn't think I was an anxious person, but I realised that nearly everything I was thinking about, I was looking at from a fearful perspective even though he was a relaxed person, he says, oh, my first response was a fearful perspective, not it's okay perspective. It was fearful. So he, when he got the, his mind relaxed and at peace, his blood pressure went back down into normal. He'd never had normal blood pressure his whole life. His grandfather died of uh, two strokes and he also his father died of heart disease through blood pressure issues and complications as well. So this guy was heading down it. That's how the effect of blood pressure, autoimmune diseases, aren't they just on the increase? Autoimmune means that we don't understand, but your body's now attacking itself. There's an immune response to your body attacking itself, not knowing why. Lupus, multiple sclerosis, there are so many of these autoimmune diseases, and it's a combination of things. It's not just one thing, it's a combination of things. 
So it's autoimmune diseases, obesity comes from it, heart disease, dementia, um, gastrointestinal, uh, breathing difficulties, diabetes, all these things come from it. Now we, foss, um, we experience physical spread, stress. I'm trying to talk fast, but I'm making it worse. <laughs> Be happy. Physical stress can come from illness, working long hours. Hello? Okay, we all think, oh, no, no, I can work long hours. I can drive long distances. It's not going to affect me. It does affect us. And then when you put those, you know, you might have physical stress from ongoing injuries or just trauma in your body that you're not aware of. Our diet can produce a lot of those sort of things, especially in an ultra-processed diet that we have nowadays. That's why we need to eat good food that God made from from the ground and from the, yeah, we can have physical stress. We can have sensory stress from noises, just, just the noise of life. You know that of night life. Has anyone else got that? You wake up in the morning. I can hear it. Oh, it's my tinnitus. Um, emotional stress from relationship breakup to bereavements or you know loss uh, can be money worries or guilt or shame or anger. These are all things, or just the internal dialogue in your head. Your internal dialogue, we all have it. Like, I don't. Yes, you do. You're telling yourself now, I don't have an internal dialogue, and you've got it there. Um, and mental stress, you know, the, the routine stresses of daily activities. Now, one of these things at a time, we can handle. Two of these things, ah, it gets a little... When you hit three or four, and most of us are living in a realm where we're just pressured and stressed, and we're, there's so much focus on getting things done, making sure we're preparing for the future. How can we avoid this? How can we build this? How can we make that happen? How can we start... A, and Jesus says, don't worry about these things. Hear from heaven. Yeah. Seek first what heaven's saying, not what you think the, the financial planners, the doctors, the, and I'm not saying you don't go to these things, but first do it from a place of faith. Seek first the kingdom of heaven and God's righteousness and all these things fall into place after that. It's so beautiful. It's simple. We were talking about this earlier. It's simple, but it's not easy. It actually takes an enforcement of your will to not worry. Jesus actually says in the Passion Translation, forsake your worry forsake get rid of it worry get out of here just chuck it out when worry turns up say I'm worried father help me deal with my my worry holy spirit speak to me what do I need to know give me a scripture give me a word are there any prophecies that you've received in the past that you can say father remind me of those words that I had spoken over me by people yeah that's good that's all good stuff so in Deuteronomy 30 um, Moses is talking to the children of Israel and and he's in starts in verse eleven. He's saying, um, "Now what I am commanding you, because he's talking about choosing life, right? He's talking about uh, follow the commandments. Your follow our God in heaven. Follow who's called us out of the, the one who's called us out of Egypt, who's who's taken us from bondage into into liberty. Just follow him. Don't don't follow the things around you. Don't follow the the culture of this land that we're in. Don't follow the way that they do things. Because hello, what about yeah, the hello. way that?" that as soon as you walk outside that door, there is a culture of the way. Like all that we're talking about here, the stress and the worry and the concern, you may walk out these doors and go straight back to your job uh, because you need to work hard and you need to get things done. 
That's when the darkness goes. Yeah, yeah, like on the other side of those doors. <laughs> no one wants to go out those doors. There's another set out back here, yeah, yeah. and there's someone. Walk out a different door. <laughs> Don't follow the way that everyone else is doing it. Yeah. I'm calling you. This is the leader of the people saying, I'm calling you into, into choosing life. So here's an invitation. And he says in verse 11, he says, Now what I am commanding you, again, don't get stuck on the word commandment because we think that's a We don't like thing. it. You're being told what to do. But follow what I am inviting you to today is not too difficult for you or beyond your reach. So mm. setting your eyes on the kingdom of God and his righteousness not just here in this building right now when we're talking about things. Yes, of course I can do that. And tomorrow you don't. Um, but you can. You can do this. You can do this. So I'm, I, what I'm speaking now is, is all those thoughts that you have, that internal dialogue that says, I, I, oh, man, I just can't. Like Wednesday comes and you're like, what happened to me on Sunday? I said I'm going to live my life this way. And I'm like, I, honestly, I forgot about it. Um, and that's me too, all right? I've forgotten about it, but you can do this. It's not beyond you. Um, it's, it's not up in heaven so that you have to ask someone else to go, can you go and get that for me, please? Pastor, can you go and find out what God wants me to do? Yes. Oh, wow. Don't take too long. Um, right. And it's not beyond the sea. You don't have to go to another continent. You don't have to go somewhere specific to find where this thing is either. You don't have to cross the sea. You can't do that anyway, unless it's in New Zealand. Um, Oh, yeah, in verse 14, no, the word is very near you. Uh, so near that it's in your mouth and it's in your heart so that you may obey it. And, and this is Old Testament, right? This is um, Isaiah is yet to, pro, to pronounce what Jesus is going to do, um, mm-hmm. even though it's still talked about in Scripture, obviously. Yeah. But, like, um, he will write it on your, on, your, on your heart and on your mind. That's what Jesus has done. By dying on the cross and the Holy Spirit is now, we now have it in us even more so than these guys do. But he's saying it's easy. It's not a difficult thing. So don't get hung up on it being hard to seek first God's righteousness, his kingdom, and then his righteousness. Because it's not meant to be that. That's, that's actually a lie. I'm sorry, but you believed a lie. Um, you've been conned. Welcome to the party. If I you haven't had that conned. happen yet, that's, yeah. uh, that's me as well. Um, but I set before you today life and prosperity in one hand or death and destruction in the other. Yes, Ooh, it is that black and white. 50-50. Which you don't have to call a friend. You don't have to do anything yeah. like that. There's, Ask Eddie. It's not hard because he says uh, further on in, in verse 19, he says, now choose life so that you and your children may live. This Ooh. is a generational thing for you and for your kids. Um, now, you, now, don't get caught up like I do, all right? <laughs> See, here's where I've been con, where I, I expect my kids to act a certain way so that I know that, that it's carrying on through them because we don't know the timing and we Come don't on. know their choices and we don't know what God's plan is and you don't know that, that God is already working and speaking to me now. You don't, you don't know. He does. Yeah. So again, there you go. Don't worry. Don't worry. Because can you add, oh, goodness me, you can add um, gastrointestinal disease to your life if you worry. Autoimmune. You can add autoimmune disease. But you can't add an hour no. to your life can't. by worrying. Are we Jesus telling you said. anything you don't already know? No. Of course we are, but you already know this, but we need to be reminded. Yes. Because, because the simple things are the things that are glaringly obvious to us. And we know this. We know, I know this. Oh, but maybe it's me that I'm talking to more than you. Anyone else in that boat? I know, you know it. You know it. Yeah. So that you may love the Lord your God and listen to his voice. Yes. Oh, and hold fast to him. So just choose it. 
Mm. Receive it and choose it. The invitation is is out there, um, and it's yes. It's a, it's a and then he says, choose life. <laughs> choose life, yes. Choose life. Who wouldn't choose life? But we don't know what that fully entails because we, we still run after the things about this world when actually the things of heaven have an answer for us that transcends the earth. What, yeah. it, it's just astounding. So, yeah, we, we're finished, but I'm just wondering, like, did that feel like it went really quick? Yeah, it did to me. My goodness. Yeah. I'm just wondering how to finish up now. This was so easy in the first service. <laughs> I, I think uh, Jesus is, is definitely giving us an, an invitation. You, you have yeah. an invitation right now. Yeah, that's it. Um, that's it. And do you, do you want, if you feel God is knocking on your heart, like, Yes, a little bit of half up. Then, then we'd love to pray for you, um, because Jesus. Oh man, we can get caught on on beating ourselves up, can't we? About not 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 hitting the mark and not. Or beating others up as well, true. you know, like. But but if you think that you've missed it or or you didn't come on get there or it's too late. That, that's actually another lie yeah. you're believing because... Today is the day of salvation. Yeah, it's never today too late to start. Today is the day of salvation. It's never too late wholeness. to start. And if you, if you think that's not necessarily true, there are plenty of examples in the Bible. Paul is one of them. Uh, he, he wasn't even around when Jesus was around. He wasn't one of the disciples. He, he was there after Jesus was crucified and gone to heaven. So, so this guy is now a prominent part of the New Testament, yep. yet he wasn't even part of the Twelve. I don't know if you realize that. Probably the most influential apart from Jesus. Yeah. Like yeah. the, the, the most influential voice in Scripture apart from Jesus. So that is proof mm. that it is not too late, that it's never too late to start. And right now is your opportunity to receive that inv- invitation again. I wonder if there's anyone who's ready to receive that. Yeah. Because I. the thing is that what Adrian brought out, that singleness of, of focus... I have that singularity. That's that's why Jesus said, Father, may they be one like we're one. They have that singleness of focus. God's purpose is for everything to be good and produce and to be good, to be lovely, excellent, blessed. That's God's heart. He wants that for each one of our lives. But the pattern of this world drags us away to chase after things that aren't birthed in heaven. They're just birthed here on earth. They're still good but they're actually meant for us to be enjoyed through a heavenly perspective. But we just focus on them like, no, no, it's mine. It's my precious. I need it all here. But God's going, no, I want to show you how much more value there is in this. Value in your marriage, value in your relationship, value in your work, value in your life, your breath, your health, your body. So if you'd just like to stand, we'd like to pray for you this morning. And if you need specific prayer, you're like, I... I know what you're saying about that singleness of focus, but I don't have it. I just, I'm chasing there. I'm, and, I, and I'm thinking there's a few people here that are feeling like that this morning. And Kylie made a statement a few months back. It's springtime. It wasn't. It was actually the middle of autumn and we were coming into winter. And I'm like, why are you saying it's springtime? But what she was saying was it's springtime when kings go out to war. 
And that was the, the, what she was saying. Since then, I've realized that there's a battle on our doorstep at the moment. And it's a, it's a battle to focus on the things of God. It's a battle not to keep turning to the pattern of the world. It's a battle to keep lifting my vision higher, keep keeping my, my proclamation elevated and not getting it down into the gutter and the, the mire of it's just bad and getting worse and the government's not doing this and the, uh, the rollout of this and that. No, 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 no. What's heaven requiring what's get that singleness seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness that flows from that kingdom that word righteous doesn't just mean moral that's everything good and blessed and prominent and wonderful everything flows from that father I just thank you right now for your spirit just as it was hovering on the day of creation over the waters waiting for that word from God that said, in agreement, let there be light, and there was light. And let an expanse come between the waters above and the waters below. Let firmament come forth from the waters. And it happened. Father, I thank you for singularity of perspective. I thank you for your Holy Spirit honing our vision, honing our eyesight, honing our our ears, honing our heart towards your kingdom your righteousness, your ways. Father, I thank you right now for the power of the Holy Spirit to reveal the Word of God to us, the rhema and logos of of your Word to us, Father. And I thank you this week as as we open up our Bibles, as we seek your Spirit, as as we make petitions and requests of you, Father, I thank you for the answers coming, for the words being spoken, prophecies being released, revelation flowing and for wills being implemented backed by faith, not by fear, but wills being implemented with faith. Father, I thank you for faith growing, faith to faith. We speak blessing and favour over each family here right now, over each individual. Father, I thank you for each household, each marriage, each person. Father, bless them. Thank you for revelation flowing. Thank you for healing flowing. Thank you for harmony and peace and joy in each home. Oh, have your way, mighty God. Your kingdom come, your will be done here on earth, in the earth of our life, just as it's already been done in the heavenlies. Father, we release it now in Jesus' name. If you agree with that, just thank God for it. Thank you for the revelation. Thank Him for the healing. Thank Him for the peace that He's bringing. Thank you for the reconciliation that He's bringing, the forgiveness. Oh, hallelujah. I'm so glad that Scripture says that if we confess our sins, confess our shortcomings to God and say, God, I can't do this, then He's just and able to forgive. Oh, I love that. He forgives. You know when you've done something wrong and the person just forgives you and they just treat you like nothing happened, you were really terrible to them and they just embrace you and love you again and everything's good and you're just like, wow, I'm so glad because I was an idiot and they still loved me and now they That's God's heart for each one of us that He forgives us, but He cleanses us from all unrighteousness. That just blows me away. He brings us into a fully righteous position, embraced and loved. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.